that social awkward bond. I'm always paranoid about being the extra wheel in a specific group of friends. I am the youngest of the group and feels like some days I don't belong in their circle. We went skiing yesterday and it was lovely. Talked of work and life, spouses and planning trips, and of course, we talked of their kids. Everyone has one in third grade, but most have one in a grade higher or lower as well. I listen and add in what my other friends' kids may be going through. Sometimes, though, I feel like I don't belong. Talking of going to brunch, and I overanalyze answering first. Do I answer first? Do I wait? If I go, will others second guess going? They're still friends with my ex-husband. I think they see him more than me, but I don't ask. Does seeing him make it awkward to see me? I just get paranoid. I know it shouldn't matter, and that in reality it doesn't. That I should care more for what I feel and think and want instead of worrying about the emotions of others while I'm in their presence. I need to figure out how to get over this feeling or how to push past it. I've always had social anxiety, feeling awkward in large crowds, being uncomfortable at parties, feeling like I'm making a weird eye contact. So these feelings aren't abnormal, just unwelcome. I know that these feelings with this group, the feelings of being an outsider, is because our lives have gone down different paths. That is okay. This group, myself included, is bonded together. No one will kick me out. It will be my own choice to leave them. Within them, I have amazing friendships, and with others, our lives have grown apart, and we rarely see each other. No matter how awkward I feel, how much I'd rather just be in the shadows instead of out front with them, how I'd like to lurk in our chats and not feel an urge to message, I am part of them, and they are of me. I wrote on this topic a few times, and it is with the same woman who I write about. I guess what I'm saying is I would rather feel awkward, hopeful they enjoy my company, than I have them in my life at all. I wrote this on March 8th, and it's only April 7th, so it's barely a month later. But since then, in that month, I have met with somebody, the someone that made me feel awkward. And it was my own anxiety that was ramping up the urge to feel awkward and anxious and nervous. And our one-on-one wine date was probably the best thing that could have happened to me. We saw each other almost every single day, every single week, and we hung out. And I know that her husband and my ex-husband still hang out sometimes. And that's okay. But I really missed her in my life. And I was nervous. It's It was in the beginning, after Zoe passed, being around her daughter. Our daughters are best friends. And being around her daughter, it was just hard to see how happy she was. I saw them. I remember seeing them when I first got divorced and moved out in November. And when I saw them, I uh, ended up, um, and when I saw them and it was at the, uh, Rochester, oh, what the heck? It was like the Rochester Christmas festival downtown at Martin Luther Square Park. And, and they were doing crafts and it was so exciting. And I went over and said, hi, I mean, I was with Micah and Frank and the boys and I was with my little nephews and I was doing okay. I mean, I consider them my nephews. They're not really my nephews, but I was doing okay. And I saw them and I was like, hi. And it was so nice to see them. And I, I rarely see Addie. And 
just seeing her there, it was really happy. It made, it made it really bittersweet. And, um, to see her again, almost a year later in January when I turned, oh no, it was only a few months later, actually, maybe, I don't know, but just here again, and her name is Casey, and it was just so, it was so sweet the way she looks at me, and I don't want to, I'm crying as I talk now, and I knew this was going to be a problem when I went into the new vlogs, and not in some of the old vlogs, I'm going to cry when I read and cry when I talk, I knew that seeing her would bring back memories, but happy memories, because she is such an amazing little girl. But I didn't want her to see pain when she saw me. And see... And just see sadness. I didn't want her to have to deal with that because she's already dealt with so much as being such a young age of nine. So yeah, so to hear that Annie misses me and I miss her too. I don't have any other little girls in my life yet, <laughs> but that's a big thing. And then it was just really good to sit and talk and reconnect. And it was like putting on that old hat. Like, we never left, and it was so good, and I was so glad I did that, and I know I'm seeing everybody again in a few weeks at brunch, because I did agree to go to brunch, and I found out we're having brunch on the 25th of April, but to see her again, um, it makes, it just makes it a little better. It makes my life a little better. It makes my heart a whole lot better. <sighs> so that bond, these these children have been together since they were three, since Zoe was 18 months with Addie and Quinn and Grayson, and the rest of them since they were babies, but we joined the rest of them when they, we were three, and they've been friends ever since. And even through quarantine, even going to different schools, they're still friends. And I am still friends with them. Well, still friends with their parents. I'm still friends with the kids. I mean, I'm still friends with the kids. Um, but they don't recognize me as much as what their parents do. So a lot can change in a month. And it can be good or bad, but this was really good. So I guess, as I said at the end of my post, that... I, I would rather feel awkward because I do need them in my life. And I am so grateful that they're in my life. Thank you for listening.